0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, on March 12th, 2021. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a really beautiful place to do just that.
0: The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce has been serving the community since 1941. It is an association of businesses, other entities, and individuals organized to encourage a strong local economy and quality of life by promoting commerce, sound government, and an informed membership and community.
1: I'm your host, joe terry and you can read all about our many adventures on facebook at facebook.com forward slash the south bay show persistence passion principle and purpose this is what we talk about here on the south bay show joining us as co-host the president and ceo of the manhattan beach (laughs) chamber kelly strowman hey kelly how are you
0: Good morning, Joe. I am fabulous. It's Friday. It's Friday and I'm fabulous. There you go.
1: (laughs) And many, many people, Kelly, are celebrating the one year anniversary of, of, of the announcement of the pandemic being, uh, as serious as it has become. And, uh, and we we see the other side we're on the other side it seems like
0: <laughs> i can i just say i hope so <laughs> it
1: yeah. it has yeah. been
0: a year i know and i you know i do are we celebrating are we acknowledging i think everybody is um recognizing the one year mark in different ways and um I like to, you know, I know you do, and I I like to reflect also, like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, what's happened in the last year? Well, that's a long conversation, Um, but do you remember where you were one year ago today? And I'm going to give you a little time to think about that. I will share. Okay. I remember, like you know, the world, you know, co- you know, COVID nineteen coronavirus really was all really all spelled out at that point, right? We weren't um, giving yeah. the acronym yet, you know, it was just starting to hit the United States, and I had um, a lunch, kind of a walk around and lunch tour. Planned with Assemblyman Al Marasucci in downtown Manhattan Beach. He wanted to visit some small business owners. And we had planned it, I don't know, a month in advance, you know, and then we we planned a lunch mm-hmm. at, at Rock and Fish mm-hmm. in downtown Manhattan Beach, kind of in the upper um, balcony area for low privacy. And earlier in the week, mm-hmm. I said, you know, um, Assemblyman, I'm very respectful of. You and your schedule, and your, you know, any restrictions, and um with whatever this coronavirus thing is, if you don't feel comfortable touring the stores. Um, I'm happy, you know, we can always, you know, delay it a few weeks. <laughs> um, we hmm. can cancel it. What would you like to do? I kept checking in during the week, and he's like, Nope, nope, let's still do it. Let's still do it. I think we're fine. I think we're fine. Yeah. So, We uh, visited about uh, five or six businesses, and then we had lunch with about a dozen people um, kind of, you know, roundtable style to talk about issues and uh, small business issues. And uh it rained that day. I was kind of walking in the rain and then, you know, sure enough, like by that night and the next day everybody was like, Okay, you gotta stop doing this, you gotta shut down this and then the following Monday was when um so many businesses were starting to close their doors and uh temporarily, uh most of them. But yes. um I had these pictures and they are you know, we're all standing there without a mask and side by side and you know, and I just think who knew right who none of us yeah, knew yeah. and um wow what a year it has been
1: right it has been Do you remember
0: where you were
1: um, do i i you know i was just at home i was just you know sitting there uh um doing my normal thing uh doing my normal processing with clients and all of that but uh thinking about um the issue that it would come from uh you know an interaction with the animal world that was going to be the one that we had never seen before that we were not prepared for and uh we're just so interconnected with uh, air, airline travel today that uh it's long been predicted that it would it would encircle the globe before we blink. And it did. Mm-hmm.
0: It did. Uh-huh. It has. It did. And now we need to uncircle it, right? <laughs> uh yeah. we need to wipe wipe it out. Uh slowly hit that right. delete button, go backwards. Bing, 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 you know. Um, I know. <laughs> what a year it has been. And um what a year. I I am grateful that vaccine is rolling out in many ways Um, it can't roll out fast enough i heard the announcement by president biden you know yesterday that they want he wants every adult eligible to be vaccinated by may that would be fabulous um i personally would you know i'm happy i'm willing and ready to get my vaccine as soon as i can but um that will be fantastic you know if that happens in the meantime we still have you know 65 um plus population we have restaurants mm-hmm. and all associated workers are getting vaccinated obviously healthcare mm-hmm. and first responders teachers are getting vaccinated kids are going back to school mm-hmm. this week uh sixth grade um went back to in um person instruction k through 5 went last week i know Dr. Matthews, our superintendent of the Manhattan Beach Unified School District, um, said on Monday that he is hoping to get um, uh, 7 through 12, basically, back, you know, by mid to late April. So there are really positive signs, and let's just hope um, the new variants, you know, don't throw a a wrench in, you know, the plan right Mm -hmm. now. And forward with this and and slowly and safely get – all the kids back in school, and then, you know, get people back get to work fully out of their homes. And- right. Um, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing signs of light, um, uh, LA County and the governor announced yesterday that we'll be able to have indoor dining at 25% starting, um, as soon as Monday, of course, there's protocols, you know, with eight feet apart and all the masking and everything, um, Mm -hmm. of course. Um, but that is really encouraging for restaurants, you know, to be able to, to get a few tables indoor, um. Of course, no party is greater than six. All those rules still apply. And we really need people to pay attention to those and and respect them because those are there for a reason. But we're headed in the right direction. Um, Museums can open up, you know, with, a. I think, I don't have it in front of me, but, like, I think 25% capacity. They're opening up other things. Mm -hmm. Movie theaters are going to be able to open up in some areas, too, for, like, a small capacity. So, uh, I mean, the announcements yesterday were so encouraging. Um, We'll find out more about them next week and all the, you know, associated rules with them, but very, very encouraging news. And if everybody can just do it right, we will continue. um, And we're going to conquer this thing. Um, We're going to conquer it. Right, Joe?
1: And also, Kelly, I would just like to highlight for everyone that we are, we are um, experiencing something of a, a disconnect when we say, okay, all of these things are a result of the the difficulties the virus has brought, but what do they say? With great difficulties come great opportunities.
2: The mm-hmm. Pfizer,
1: or Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines were developed with a new technology called mRNA, like Mary, mRNA. They mm-hmm. were made... From studying the virus proteins, but then putting together the antiviral elements, molecule by molecule, like a Lego set. And they Mm -hmm. say if they had to do a new virus using the new mRNA mRNA technology, they could do it in two weeks. This is a new world. And also this has implications for cancer and for um, various other diseases, because now we can target them with these genetic strings of Legos. Um, and it's just a new world that uh, was on the cusp, but there was no reason to test it on the whole global population mm-hmm. until right. this pandemic. <laughs>
0: yep. right. Well, that is one of the good unintended consequences, right? There's always, and I agree with you. uh, That's fascinating. Thank you for sharing that. And I I do agree that there are plenty, uh, many, many, many um, positive, you know, adaptations uh, in business mm-hmm. and in other ways that have um, occurred because of this, um, that I think many will continue on, and um, mm-hmm. you know even just the Zoom world. I mean, none of us knew what Zoom was a year ago, and now the ability <laughs> to have you know we're all forced to have Zoom for events and other things. And there's a few other you know there's Slido and a few other platforms too. But you know I think even the future of events going forward, when and if we are able to gather in large groups again. I think there will still be a, um, a Zoom or a similar platform component to a lot of these because people have realized that instead of just having, let's just say, uh, you know, a facility, ballroom or whatever, full of 300 people, you can now do that and you can also broadcast it out to many other people at the same time and reach a bigger audience. So, um, you know, I, I do, you know, and then on the flip side, there's things, you know, of course there's been plenty of unattended negative consequences too but I do think hmm. you know the human race is so adaptable and so smart and um, it's going to be interesting hey, hey, this time next year put the day on the calendar Joe where will we be what will we yep. be doing what what will we be talking about can you imagine we should do like a little time capsule today uh, <laughs> you know, and say this, this is what we talked about and you know and then maybe even make some guesses that would be kind of a fun exercise but hey We have one more thing that I need to talk about before we introduce our guest today because the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce turned 80 years old this week. This is our anniversary, 80 80 years um, on March 10th as when we were incorporated and um, 80 years of serving the community. You know, the business community, honestly, the residential community, so many people, um, so many events. Uh, The chamber way back in the day started now what is known as the surf festival. Um, It started now what is known as the Catalina Classic. Um, It started now what is known as the um, hometown fair. Um, And all those things have adapted over the years and, and changed, but mm-hmm. um, the chamber of commerce has such a rich history uh, in the city and, and along with other groups too, like the Neptunian women's club and of course city council and representatives like that. But 80 years, i very proud of that. And um, with everybody's support, thank you very much for all of our members. We will We will. I won't be (laughs) here 80 years from now. But uh, hopefully the Chamber of Commerce uh, will continue, you know. And in the old days, it was like the strongest form of networking. And uh, we still are, even though we have online, you know, capabilities too. So, anywho, um, 80 years of all sorts of fun and interesting things. And what a, what, I mean, our 79th year with the pandemic, right. It proves even more how important the wow. chamber of commerce is to a business community. So um, we we've mm-hmm. made it that far. We're going to keep going.
1: Excellent. All right. Looking forward to the next 80.
0: i'm looking forward to just even like the next 10 or 20 i know oh my goodness gracious (laughs) well our guest today kind of has a connection to the water world um i just mentioned how the chamber of commerce started the surf festival and the catalina classic you know back in the day way back in the day um but our guest today has a little connection um to you know our beautiful ocean and water world um very interesting Mm -hmm. shall we
1: fantastic Uh um Shall we? Kelly, who's our guest today?
0: Okay, Joe. Our guest today is Nancy Miller, co-founder of the Jimmy Miller Memorial Foundation. Nancy is a wife, mother, grandmother, sister friend, traveler, scuba diver, surfer, otherwise known as a beach mom and water person. She learned to surf at age 50. She also practices yoga and Pilates and power walks on the strand um, next to the ocean, frequently. After the unfortunate passing of her son Jimmy, she decided to honor her son's life. Jimmy's pure love of surfing and his ability to teach others was an inspiration to all. The foundation is a way to keep Jimmy's spirit alive and help others experience the healing powers of the ocean. Nancy's work has been with many nonprofits over the years in her professional life. With the love and support of family, friends, and community, Nancy has facilitated and coordinated volunteers and communications for the Jimmy Miller Memorial Foundation for years. And she believes that uh, they are healing ourselves and each other one wave at a time through the Jimmy Miller Memorial Foundation's work. Today, we will talk about the history Mm. of the foundation. how they've served wounded warriors, how they've truly made an impact on so many um, in this area, and what they've done during the pandemic to adapt. Um, I'd like to uh, make a note before we get in and I officially bring Nancy onto the show, I do want to announce to uh, anybody listening that if you want to call in and ask a question or make a comment, um, the live call-in number is 714 242 Five two eight eight. We'd love to hear from anybody. So, without further ado, Nancy Miller, welcome to the show. We are so glad you can join us today.
2: Thank you so much. Um, as I was listening to uh, the introduction and you guys talking, I was thinking about all the touch points um, where we mm-hmm. where we reach out and, and and connect with the the chamber. You know, from from the Catalina Classic to you know you chatting with our assemblyman um last year a year ago and uh how helpful he has been to us um over the years and uh, there are just so many uh, other touch points but i'm so excited to be here
1: fantastic thank you very much for joining us today Nancy and you know, it's it's a huge part of what we do as a local hyper local podcast is to engage with uh, these local nonprofits and the the gems of the South Bay. So we're so glad to be with you and the Jimmy Miller Memorial Foundation. So let's start with the basics, Nancy. Um, what what happened? Tell us what happened.
2: What happened? That's, that's, a, that's such an interesting question. You know, that that's such an open question. Uh, yeah. 16 years ago, my eldest son, Jimmy, who was an incredible person, uh, who was a waterman, who was a writer, who was a friend, who was a world traveler, who was, who was a brother and a son and a friend and a teacher and a mentor and a lifeguard. So many things rolled into one. Um, Had what was called back then a mental breakdown. He had a disconnect with reality. And um, that psychosis was very severe. And we sought help from every source we could possibly think of. And, um, you know, in our community, one would think, oh, you'd have a lot of friends. You could reach out to, you know, psychiatrist, psychologist, and um, we found that it was very difficult to find help for him as he was spiraling, and in less than six months from his diagnosis um, to his death, it took less than six months for him to spiral out of control, and in August 2004, he took his own life. And Mm -hmm. needless to say, it was, you know, the worst thing that any parent could ever experience. And um, for so many reasons, because we were just a normal Manhattan Beach family, raising our kids here. We had lived in Manhattan Beach for, you know, over 40 years. Our kids went to local schools. Uh, Both went to MiraCosta. We had... The kids played sports uh we had a lovely group of friends, support group, and we were just you know, a, a normal quote quote and as normal as anybody is family who loved to do things together, especially aquatic things uh Jimmy found surfing when he was seven years old on Fourth Street, where he fell in love with surfing with his friends, and um from that moment on, he was hooked and um he became an L.A. County lifeguard, and and ultimately created a the largest South Bay surf camp. Camp surf. But after Jimmy passed away, the community, our community, is so amazing. Um, it, it folded their arms around us um, and our family and our friends, and um, we were so supported by love by every every possible sector from, you know, our friends in the city and the lifeguard community and students and people that Jimmy had met on his travels uh, around the world, who who he had taught surfing to. And whoever he taught surfing to, he uh, taught a little bit about life as well. And shortly after he passed away, a fellow lifeguard Who he had mentored um, and he had taught to surf, uh, we bumped into each other as I was taking a a walk in in the evening. And her name was Carly Rogers, and she Mm -hmm. had—we literally bumped into each other. And she put her arms around me. And when we stopped hugging and crying, uh, she—we sat down as the sun was setting and talked about Jimmy and how he had affected her life by teaching her how to surf. It totally changed her life. And uh, she'd been going through a hard period of time in her life, and she was also working with a group of autistic children. And she took the principles that Jimmy taught her with autistic kids and took them into the water with with an idea and a concept that she called ocean therapy knowing that the ocean always made her intrinsically feel better, come out feeling cleansed and happier and um, in a better mood and more clear. She said, I know there's science behind this. She was working on her master's at in occupational therapy at USC. And um, this was her thesis and this was her master's thesis. And as we talked, mm. she said, have you decided if you're going to honor Jimmy, if they're going to do anything for him. And by that time, we had created a nonprofit board for the Jimmy Miller Memorial Foundation, which was comprised of family, friends and relatives and young people um, who Jimmy had mentored. And uh, some of them were as young as uh, 18 and just getting ready to go to college. And some of them were you know, in their 60s and 70s. And um, I said, Yes, we have mm-hmm. a board, and now we're in search of a project. And we think, we know it has to be about the water. And we're thinking maybe of doing something with the junior lifeguard group. Jimmy was Nellie County lifeguard, and that was a passion of his, teaching children. And she said, Well, I'm working on this project to prove that being in the ocean, learning to surf, can actually increase a child or a person's self efficacy, self confidence. And um, that's what my thesis is. Do you think we could partner and find a group of people that would be interested in doing that? And I snapped my fingers. I said, That's the best idea. I think that's a fabulous idea. Carly called my son, Jeff that she had grown up with and was friends with and was an L.A. County lifeguard as well and proposed the idea to him and some of the other people on the board. Two weeks later, one of our board members said, I have a group in Hollywood. Um, we know the executive director. Perhaps we should go in and talk with her. And uh, a couple weeks after that, they sat in the office of uh, of uh, Hollygrove, which was a live-in what they called an orphanage, not anymore, but was a live-in home for children. Explained this mm-hmm. surf and talk program um, to her, and serendipity took over. She was a surfer; she'd grown up surfing on Fourth Street, and she said, "Done deal." I think this is the most marvelous idea I know. The ocean heals, and that summer we started our first program um, on the beach at in El Porto with six children and about sixty-five volunteers for six children. And um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: after after a day of surfing and seeing the smiles on their face and the support from the community and the volunteers, and uh, we had devised a very specific program for teaching surfing and Carly led discussions about what we had done and how each time in the water and how the children felt. We came back after that one experience and said, this is it. This is what the Jimmy Miller Memorial Foundation is going to be all about.
1: Mm -hmm. Wow. This is is the they, uh, we were just talking about unintended consequences of tragic tragedy. Well, out of tragedy, out of difficulty, can come amazing new things. And uh, this uh, you know, concept of bringing children or uh, adults or anyone who has needs, anyone who has uh, brokenness, Uh, to the water for healing is is it's Nancy it's ancient it's old and it works what is that
2: you know it it, it, that that's it's a primal need that you know where our body is made up of a high percentage of water and you know as, as are many things that that sustain us and um, what we found was what surfers have always intrinsically known, and certainly Jimmy knew this better than other people, where whenever he needed solace, he would go to the ocean. Um, hmm. One of the things that we look back on his illness, and we realized when he stopped surfing, we should have known that that was the biggest problem that anyone could have. Mm. But he Mm. also had had a few other major life stressors. He had a shoulder injury, which was keeping him out of the water. He had a torn labrum. He was going through a separation, you know, many, many serious life stressors. And they all piled up on him at the same time. And what we didn't realize that at the time was that surfing had been his salvation, and with this in mm-hmm. mind, I mean, we believe that if he had been able to stay in the water during the time of, of such troubles, um, and had been able to get help um, to stabilize, we believe he'd still be with us. But yes, out of out of the greatest tragedy comes these most beautiful moments that now I can be on the phone talking to you about, um, and, mm-hmm. and 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 mm-hmm. be able to share. Uh, share this this incredible story of a small family foundation laying the groundwork for what is now 16 years later. It's a worldwide movement. Um, our little, little ocean therapy program has now been the groundwork for a huge groundswell of programs for surf therapy all over the world. And there's been uh, many studies that have been based on Carly's original master's thesis and then her PhD, and uh, we are considered ground zero for a whole new science, which is called surf therapy. As a matter of fact, there is wow. a young man who's getting a young man who's getting his PhD in Scotland who came and studied with us, and he will be, have the first doctorate in ocean therapy in the world. <laughs> And oh, wow. and, it, and it and it and it and it and it all comes back to our foundation. We've had um, scientific journals devoted to the, our concepts, and um, people from all over the world have come to observe and be a part of and be a part of the Jimmy Miller Memorial Foundation and just see uh, right. where the good works have come from.
1: Right.
0: Right. N- Nancy, I have a question. Um do you know I, I'm aware of that gentleman that is uh, getting his doctorate. I met him mm-hmm. through uh through Chris Permasio, who is sure. now uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the International Surf Organization um or therapy organization. Um and I I actually I had dinner with him one I this was like gosh what three or four years ago when he was here doing all that uh-huh. I, uh, fascinating uh-huh. do you, Do you know now fast forward you know to uh, twenty or two thousand twenty uh-huh. hello twenty twenty one I was gonna say two thousand one <laughs> I'm like wait a minute that's not right um to twenty twenty one are there any uh, universities in the United States yet that offer surf Therapy, or maybe kind of a form of it, you know, as a um, even a master's or a doctorate program? Is it here yet, you know?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, actually, you know, from Carly's program at USC, she's been going back for years and talking about her program. And so, like, if you are in the occupational therapy um, uh, school for your master's, you can um, create. Uh, your master's thesis on, you know, a program similar to ocean therapy. We actually just had uh, someone from Belgium say that she's creating a manual for autistic kids for ocean therapy. So I think many, many, you know, around the world and across the country, you can basically design your programs. Um, We've had, we've had uh, students from, University of Iowa and lots of other colleges, you know, come and observe. And we actually have a group that comes through USC of um, students in occupational therapy and psychology from all over the world. And we, they observe our, our, our programs um, in the summer with the children's program and with um, uh, our adult veterans program and um, bring it home to their countries to Israel and Scotland and you know Thailand and South Africa so it it really is a worldwide movement and um it's you know it's so gratifying to to think that it started here really you know on the beach in Manhattan beach uh, with 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 our foundation and the very capable people who were involved in, in, in forming it. So, um, and one of the things I will say about, you know, our board from the very beginning, uh, everyone knew Jimmy, and uh, it wasn't a board made up of a traditional, a traditional board. It was much more of a family-oriented board, but each person brought so much to it, and those original, original 13 people laid the groundwork for everything that we've ever done since, so um mm-hmm. uh, and they and almost all of them lived in the South Bay, not all of them, but um mm-hmm. but they knew the person that Jimmy was and um and 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 had ke- helped kept keep his spirit alive. I think one of the most amazing things is sixteen years later, people are still asking about well this conversation is proof of it that people still ask mm. about who he was and, and, you know, what he did and, and why he affected so many people.
0: That's amazing. Mm. Well, and you, and you truly have made it a community effort too. I mean, I, you know, I was going to say to you a few minutes ago, um, like how does this make you feel? And and you, and you answered my question before I could ask it. Cause you said, this is so gratifying. <laughs> and I can only imagine, um, the emotions, obviously, you know, um, every step of the way. But when you have those moments of when you know you're truly out there making a a global impact now, Nancy, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm blown away, you know, and I just want to say, you know, we met years and years and years and years ago when my oldest Mm -hmm. son uh, was in the founding group of the Amigos Unidos, who used to come and help you guys that up, and
2: um, I mean it was
0: years ago, and I I remember it now. I was just kind of recalling that memory as you were talking, and so my point is the impact that also um, the youth in this community can have um, being a part of many organizations and helping out, but yours and at the beach and. you know, the influence that has on them, not only just to give back and make a difference, um, but, but to learn about your journey, too. He became um, a part-time L.A. County lifeguard also. This does it back like, in the mm-hmm. summer program, you know. And um, Right. And, and now, full circle, this will come all the way around to you. Um, I know uh, these people are near and dear to your heart. He now works for Caskey & Caskey, for Jen and Dave Caskey. And, in, you know, he's in the real estate <laughs> group with them. I I know. I knew you would laugh right. because um, yeah. when you said 4th Street, too, it just triggered all those memories. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know. So, um, you know, Joe and, and Nancy, you said see too, this is such a special hmm. community that we live in. And Joe and I, you know, we, we interview so many different people and we're always touched by <laughs> how many how many businesses, how many programs, how many initiatives start right here in the South Bay. And the Jimmy Miller Memorial Foundation, um, you know, was born out of tragedy, but um, look at what you've done and uh and all the way down to you know uh, teaching my son, I actually remember remember you um, giving him a task going, gauge, you need." <laughs> You need to, like, you know, you need to go because he was, like, running around the beach all fast and wants to work hard. And you're like, do this, do that. Go take these tents over there. And you recognize his personality <laughs> need to be busy. Whereas some kids were just sitting there drinking Gatorade or whatever, you know. So um, uh, bless you and your family and everybody, uh, <laughs> your
2: board, and everybody that's helped, you know, um, um, bring Jimmy Miller to this point. Thank you. It just, um, that's been one of the coolest things about the foundation is, you know, there are a lot of places that kids can help out, but you know, not compared to adults. And so many parents call and say, you know, I want my child to learn about volunteering, and, and you know, and mm-hmm. what that does, you know, to, to a person, and you know how it really helps them grow. And um, you know, there's there's age restrictions for many many um, nonprofits in order to help, and we do have you know ours that we have to. Anyone who helps has to be at least um, at least 13 or 14, and have had a year um, or two of j- our Junior Guard program. But that being said, we work with you know the Amigos, and we work with the National Charity League, and we work with the Sandpiper Juniors, and so many of the uh, there's the Jimmy Miller Club in Redondo and Maricosta, and so we've been able to share what we do with the youth in our community, and it's been it's been one of the best things. We always say, um, my son Jeff always says that volunteers uh, probably get more out of it than the kids uh, and the participants. You know, your heart is right. so open, and, 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 and to watch a child on their very first wave and be on the beach and and just watch what goes on in their face, it absolutely knocks your socks off. and it even after sixteen years, it still does um, for all of us. And you know whether you're in the water with them as an instructor or if you're a person who's turning their boards around and helping them back in, or if you're a, a what we used to call beach mom. now we call beach people. um if you're there with your towel and water and helping them mm-hmm. with lunch, you know, we've had the most incredible support from local, uh, companies and, um, not so local companies and, uh, you know, everyone from round table pizza to fresh brothers, you know, to, uh, I, I can't even begin to, you know, mention the number of local, local companies that, that have supported us over the years. And, uh. It's just so funny. When you were talking about where you were um, last year when the world closed and mm-hmm. um, ha- how so many things affected you, we were getting ready for a meeting about our Benefiesta, which is our mm-hmm. one big fundraiser during the year that had always been hosted. We've been so lucky. We've been able to have these 250, 200 people events at private homes for our fundraisers and um, people have opened their homes to, you know, our supporters and we were getting ready to have a meeting about the one uh, for 2020. And obviously that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the fact that, some, that people have been willing to open their homes, their private homes to our guests and our supporters it's just another element of the support we've had in this community. Sure. And uh, the, the support has
0: been vast. I, I, I
2: know, and I've,
0: been a part of some of those um, fundraising effort, efforts for the foundation too, and I've been to a few of the um, the benefiestas too. Um, what? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about funding. You know, how do you sustain and, and any thoughts um, uh, about the Benefiestas for this year? Um, so you know, let's talk about you know how can we help you um, continue to make an impact,
2: Nancy. Thank you. Um, gosh, thank you so much. Well. As I said, we started off as a small family foundation, and what we knew to do best was put on um, surf events. So our first surf event was something, a unique surf experience uh, that was named the Jimmy, and it was in October, and we had it um, in 2005. And it was a, a most unusual surf event where five members on a team You'd have one person that could be a pro surfer and and one person that maybe never had surfed before on a team. And um, the best surfer had to ride one of Jimmy's old boards, and that could have been a leaky board or one with holes in it. but it kind of it kind of uh, equaled the, the playing field. And so uh, kids and adults and 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 young children could all participate. You had to go out and get one wave, and um, then that would be counted towards your score, so it was an amazing day that first day we had two hundred surfers and five hundred people on the beach, and we were just gobsmacked um, with the with the support and how fun it was and people who had never been to a surf contest said this is this is so great this is the best event ever and it really was and and then we went to um, Uh, sangria and had an after party so it was actually like Mm -hmm. putting on two separate events for 200 people except at the sangria event there were 300 people so (laughs) it was an amazing uh, amount of support in the community and um, that was our major fundraiser for many many years Um, we existed on um, individual and private donations um, and uh, because we had a wonderful active board and a, one, and a such a receptive community, um, we were able to get by. But as the years passed, we knew that we needed to do more, and we added other smaller fundraisers during the year, and then we created the Benefiesta, which was Benefit and Fiesta put together, and uh, we were able to changed a format. Instead of being a in-the-water event or at the beach, we were able to put on a lovely fundraiser at the home of Rob DeSantis, who lives on the Strand, and um, he welcomed <laughs> our guests. And I don't know if you went to that one, but we told Rob we'd have about 190 I did. people. We'd yeah. have about 190 people there. And and when we when we got up to about 225, we said, mm, and you know, at the end, as it as it got toward two thirty, he he asked us later that night, "Well, how many people were here?" Yeah. And um, we said we just couldn't turn them away. So the, it was it, it, it was that sort of support. So having um, and it once again was you know a little bit of an unusual fundraiser, and um, but we were supported by incredible professional musicians. And Ryan Bingham, who had just received a Grammy and an Emmy. And, you know, I, and, and we had people doing water ballet and, and Rob's Pool. So it was it was a different sort of fundraiser for sure. And over the years, as our program grew, and we didn't speak at all yet about um, our program for the military, but we as we included the Wounded Warrior Battalion of of young men and women coming back from war with post-traumatic stress and traumatic brain injuries, we realized that our program would be so effective with um, those injuries where balance and vestibular issues and depression and all of the things that our program was working on, a leaving, uh, we were able to go into uh, the military base, Camp Pendleton, with the Wounded, Ill, and Injured, and the Wounded Warrior Battalion, and uh, start a program there, which became so successful that our monthly programs were moved to every other Tuesday. And for th- the past 13 years, we've been uh, at Camp Pendleton every other Tuesday, except for during COVID. So as our program grew and our, and our program needs grew, um, we reached further, uh, a field for funding, and um, we were lucky enough to um, receive an endowment, um, a woman who cared very much about our cause, and that was a game changer. And uh, the first hmm. Santa Fiesta was a game changer for us, and it totally mm-hmm. took us out of the mom-and-pop realm and into an area where we could really start concentrating and being able to work with, you know, people who were creating studies, and we could start gathering um, evidence and become evidence-based science, um, along with this incredible hearing, a healing uh, modality. So uh, we have worked with um, lots and lots of different funders and, We've been lucky enough to actually receive grants from the VA, which has been um, amazing for us and really helped us grow the program. So um, in terms of fundraising, you know, we have one or two large fundraisers each year, um, except for this year. And we were able to pivot and um, create some unique ideas and virtual ocean therapy and um, And through social media, reach out to our support base. And um, just recently, uh, we had a mini documentary um, filmed, and we've been able to now start utilizing that and reaching out to a a broader base as this concept of ocean therapy has become more well-known.
0: That documentary
2: right. is wonderful. I've watched that and it's
0: just um beautiful and you know what's so beautiful is to see the smiles on the faces and the and the the impact the emotional impact that you have on like you said earlier, not just um the participants in the ocean but the volunteers too and uh i I love that um documentary it's it's so well done, but Thank you. it really capture in my opinion it captures the essence um of you the foundation the family and what you guys are doing too um now with yeah. the pandemic are you guys able to do any ocean therapy or you know are you able to get in there right now um are things loosening up a little bit with the vaccine rolling
2: out um yes and yes and yes um we were lucky enough to get back on the beach in camp pendleton Um, In November, and um, that was a blessing. Actually, that um, documentary was filmed at Camp Pendleton this past November. So you'll see face masks and um, Mm -hmm. you know all the things that we had to do with comply uh, and to be in compliance. We are keeping our fingers crossed. We've talked to all of our children's groups that come here and our children's groups range from, you know, our beloved Ridgestone and Walk With Sally locally to, you know, the same facility that we started with 16 years ago, the Holly Grove kids, and has expanded to eight children's groups. So that's a lot of kids over the course of the summer. Um, And we do two large events, one for the Walk With Sally group and one for um, JK Living, Just Keep Living, which is, Matthew McConaughey's nonprofit for teens. Um, and uh, so we are, you know, this week has been all discussions about when we get back on the beach, what's that going to look like? You know, how is it going to work? Um, right now we don't have a schedule, but I'd say, you know, tune in, you know, and stay tuned because we are, we believe we're very close to being able to go back to our local beaches uh, the beaches in Orange County and San Diego have been a little different and we have veterans programs um in San Diego and um two of them in San Diego and they've been operational uh for the past couple months. But so how, we, we are um,
0: just
2: <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was saying, we're just keeping our fingers crossed. And, um, you know, hopefully with the support of, you know, the Board of Supervisors and the Health Department, the CDC, you know, it's going to happen. I believe the surf camps um, opened last year at the end, you know, toward the end of the summer. Um, I know that Camp Surf, which was the camp that Jimmy started, was was Mm -hmm. operational um, by the end of last summer. So because our program is a little different, um, and, and because of our very hands-on approach to teaching and everything we do, um, the rules have been a little bit different for us.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so how does one
0: get involved? If somebody wants to volunteer, if somebody wants mm-hmm. to support financially, or if somebody wants to be uh, take advantage of your surf therapy programs they feel they need that or a loved one needs it tell us different ways to um, get involved
2: Um, well first of all we we welcome everybody with you know with any any type of skills Uh, whether you're a photographer who wants to take pictures whether you you know are a person that wants that help with logistics um, whether you're a person that would be happy taking care of doing check-in or specifically helping I think I mentioned this many times we need a special person that just helps people put on wetsuits because, of course, that's the hardest part of the whole day—you know, putting it on your <laughs> wetsuit and taking it off. Mm-hmm. So, of that, we of that we are sure. So, the best way to get involved is to go onto our website, and um, there are, there is a whole section on um, what type of volunteer you're interested in being. You fill out a form, and then we get, and then we get back to you. Um, uh, for to be able to be part of our uh, Camp Pendleton group is a little more complicated. But once again, you fill out a form, and uh, we get we get back to you and um, and give you the steps that you need to do. Uh, like I said, it, it, we're happy to have youth to help us, preferably 14 and over, and have been in junior guards. Um, any any skilled uh, surf instructor, a person who's who's taught surfing before. Um, is, is welcomed, and we teach them our, uh, our particular methods of teaching. Um, if you're comfortable in the water and just want to be there, um, you could be we call a water helper, a water volunteer. It could be the person that turns the boards around. And all of these things you can note on your preference when you sign up um, online. Um, if you're interested in donating and you have a specific area that you want to donate to, um, our, the children's program, the vets program, we actually have um, a women's veterans program, which is very unique in our country. Um, you can also go to our website, and there's a couple different places where you can, um, you can donate online. Uh, and that is, um, you'll see our funding uh, partner, GiveBox, which is the company that actually produced our video you'll see give boxes involved in helping us um, receive those donations and make sure that they go to where you want them to. Um, and uh, those are, those are really the main ways. Uh, we, th- some of the other ways are just come to our events and participate. You know, I believe in, I, with my fingers crossed that we'll be able to have the Jimmy in October. Um, and that is such a great introduction to what we do, how much fun we have at our events, and um, the uniqueness of our, uh, our of our events. Um, I love the anecdote night and, and i and I think Debbie won't mind uh, if I share it with Debbie Goldberg uh, and Adam Goldberg, who I know are good friends mm-hmm. of yours in the chambers um, when we first when they first became a huge supporter and then uh, a donor to the foundation. They came down having no idea what what uh, the Jimmy was supposed to be, and, and the twins were still quite young, and mm-hmm. um, they fell in love that day with the ocean, with surfing, um, with with the with the Jimmy Miller Foundation, as we did with them. And she said that day changed our fa- the course of our family's life, and um, wow. I believe it had. I believe it's done that with so many families. We here all the time, um, how it's changed the course of people's lives. And, you know, I walk down the strand and I see people wearing our Navy blue, Jimmy Miller trucker hat. And I always stop and I, and I always say, hi, you know, how'd you get that hat? And, um, and the stories are always amazing. And, uh, so yes, supporting our events, um, from the Benefiesta to the surf contest to the art. We've done amazing um, uh, art shows with our really talented board members, Brent Rosa, the incredible photographer has done shows for us. And Kevin Souza, who is our, um, who's our program director. He's a psychologist who leads the sessions, um, uh, is an incredible musician. We've had concerts and, uh, Third Eyed Blind, the band. If you're of a certain age, you might be familiar with it. Uh sure. you know, did a benefit, did a benefit concert at St. Luke's for us. So we, we each year we we try to mix it up and um, and uh, give people opportunities to do things that they're interested in.
0: Um, you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mean, I feel like we could talk forever. Um, your information <laughs> is is so amazing, and you're so you, obviously you're. It's, this is so near and dear to your heart, Nancy. You're so good at this. Um, but you, I just have to acknowledge you just mentioned Saint Rock, and uh, since we've talked about the pandemic at the beginning of the show, you know Saint Rock is one of the casualties um, of the pandemic and you know right. closed yeah. and being sold. And it's such an iconic venue. It's such a uh, just even the architecture, everything, and the musician, you know, scene here in the South Bay, I, I just, I wonder what will happen with it. I, I I hope that it stays the way it is. You know, like you don't want it to be changed, mm-hmm. um, but maybe we can, we can get back in there someday and have a little concert and do something uh, for Jimmy Miller Memorial Foundation. That'd be fun.
2: We would, I, I would love that, and 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 I just have to tell you guys how thrilled I am to be able to share um, our story, and and how much I, you know, how much I, we love Jimmy, and we love the community that loved him, and and that my family. I mean, you know, I, I'm a co-founder, but it was really founded by our family. You know, my son Jeff and Jim, and and and. And later his, his wife, Alyssa, and now we have most incredible grandkids, Riley and Austin. And, you know, it's a, it's a circle because now, you know, my grandkids can now volunteer, you know, for their Uncle Jimmy's. And, you know, when people find out that they are Jimmy Miller's, you know, niece and nephew, I mean, it's, it's so gratifying that they go, oh, gosh, my friend wanted to know all about it. And, you know, so for our kids to be able to share the legacy and the grandkids to be able to share the legacy in our community is, is for me, the most precious gift of all. Uh, very, very special, for sure.
0: Um, oh, my goodness. Joe, what are you thinking? What, uh, yeah. What's on your mind? Well, I, I, I will tell
1: you what's on my mind is that there are so many different organizations that have they understand the power of the ocean that understand that children and the ocean people with needs and the ocean need to be brought together but the jimmy miller memorial foundation is actually um the most effective one of the most effective organizations that we have in 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 actually doing this and Um, I can't wait to see what the future holds. This is, uh, this is unbelievable.
2: Wow. Well, you need to come down and, you need to come down and experience. I mean, for us that, you know, people say, well, what's it like, or what do I do? And to be able to put the emotion into, into what happens because you know, people go, Oh, it's just surfing. It's so much more than Mm -hmm. just surfing. It's, and and I think and I think if anything, that's what I'd like to you know to really express to people who aren't surfers or who live in a place where there's no ocean or or, or or water is the incredible incredible effect of being in the ocean, um, sharing something, uh, teaching a skill, uh, being able just being able and we call it witnessing when you're down at the beach watching. These transformations from fearful children and fearful Marines and, and and wounded warriors, and yes, they are fearful quite often when they get in the water. Um, it's life changing. It really is life changing, and it certainly has changed my life and given it purpose, um, and given you know our, our our family you know a purpose and a way to you know come out from come out on the other side.
0: Right. Yes, it has. Okay. okay, Joe, we've got about a minute to wrap up.
1: Well, uh, Nancy, have you? do you have um, a, a specific website you want to mention, a specific phone number you want to mention, a specific person that Absolutely. you want people out there to get in touch with? Please
2: do sure absolutely um www.jimmimmillerfoundation, all one word .org org and you can find us there we're on instagram we're on facebook we're on twitter um, you can reach out i wish i had time to say all our board members but if you see you know my son jeff miller that we our ceo is andy Dellenbach. Um, uh, board members Chris Brown who people know from Camp Surf um, Mm. Tone Balducci, Kevin Berry um, they're all ambassadors, Debbie Goldberg, Jody Flicker John Kim, they're all ambassadors for um, the Jimmy Miller Memorial Foundation, Rocky Laverty, David Peters um, it it goes on and um, I think I think our participants and our board and our community have been the best ambassadors for the foundation. So and you can mm-hmm. always uh, reach me at Nancy at jimmy org. And um, I, would be, I would love to talk to anyone who's heard this interview and, and wants to know more.: yeah.
1: what's, what's wonderful about this, Nancy, is this conversation, this intimate conversation with Jimmy's mom can be delivered anywhere on the planet. Anywhere on the planet, people can take advantage of this. So if you know someone that you believe could be helped by by uh, surfing therapy or, or connection with the ocean, no matter where you live, go to the Jimmy Miller – oh, give me that uh, website again, Jimmy <clears> – <throat> jimmy miller
2: no it's not no it's not memorial that's the confusion it's jimmy miller foundation.org jimmy Jimmy miller 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 foundation.org
1: and you can uh not only benefit but you can connect and uh we look forward to that thank you so much nancy for joining us today
2: thank you for asking me it's been you know my honor and um I can't wait to see you down at the beach. You must come visit. I know Kelly will, right? <laughs> yes. I
0: know. Dave will be down there. My boys will. You know. yeah, they, they all love it. And um, I, I just I, I appreciate your time this morning, Nancy. I appreciate you and your family, uh, everybody in the organization, for truly making an impact on so many people. And also being a part of the chamber and being a part of our, uh, our journey. So thank right. you so much for your time this right. morning.
1: And I, I think, uh, Nancy, thank you, Nancy. I, I think, you're Nancy, you've just come up with the tagline for the whole show. See you down at the beach. Uh,
2: yeah, down the beach. That is? See you down at the beach, absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Finger, fingers <laughs> crossed, you guys, for sure. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Have a good week. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. 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 See
1: you, everybody. Thank you.